This week, my guest is a third-generation beauty expert. After years working for some of the biggest cosmetic companies, she started her website, beautyandwellbeing.com, and today, she's traveling the globe promoting her book, Ageless Beauty, The French Way. Ladies and gentlemen, Clemence von Muffling. Clemence, how are you? Hi, very well, and you? Currently, you're in your European tour for the book. How is that coming along? Yes, very well. So the book was just uh, released a month ago in the United States and uh, in England as well. And so, yes, yeah, so I have been doing a book tour and I will continue in the state. So is the book also available in French, in other languages? At the moment, it is um, only in English. It was published in the States by St. Martin's Press and in the UK by Penguin. So it's right now sold there and in Canada as well, in Australia. And actually, Russia is, uh, is going to publish it in a few months as well. Exciting. That's Busy. Very exciting. A lot going on in the next couple of months then. Yes. <laughs> so I took the liberty to look up some of the comments of people who has your book. And you've been getting a lot of great reviews. Uh, some that kind of noticed was someone said, this is a, such an intelligent book about beauty. And then someone also mentioned that uh, it's enjoyable, almost too short. So how does, <laughs> how does it feel to know that after all this work and time consuming, you're getting great response? Um, it's, it's definitely, after all the work, um, it's definitely very nice um, to, to hear this. I mean, I know that, um, you know, maybe not everyone is going to like the book, but uh, for those who read it and those who enjoy it and most importantly for each person who reads the book they find maybe two or three great tips that will work for them that's for sure that will make me very very happy so what's the secret what do the french know that the rest of the world don't well i think that i think that in every country you know women have their amazing amazing tips um i would say that in france a couple of things that have really worked. I think that mothers teach a lot of beauty tips to their daughters. So at a young age, you start to get some good habits, uh, such as how to take care of your skin, you know, how to properly uh, cleanse your skin. So that is very important. You learn to enhance your best features. Um, you learn that what is important is not to you know, like look like someone else, but really become the best version of yourself. And I think that's something that really the French people learn at a young age. Do you think as a society, we're very obsessed about lookalike celebrities instead of finding our own identity? Yes, it's, um, I think that, I think that with children, with the younger generation, it is for sure very important to try to remember to stay yourself. I think it's all about self-confidence. And I think that with this book, what you learn is um, that all these, you know, beauty advice that we share, not only from three generations of journalists, but also from all the experts who were interviewed, it's not about vanity. It's really about learning that self-care is about self-confidence. And if you get that self-confidence, I think it gives you the, um, it will help you um, in your whole life, you know, whether you were a teenager or a young woman or a more mature woman uh, to really stay, you know, 
true to yourself. In, in your opinion, what's the best way to develop self-confidence? Yes, I, I feel that's... I, th I feel that self-care is a great way to develop self-confidence. I feel that taking care of yourself, whether, you know, you want, whether it's just um, the way that you cleanse, you know, your face and you feel that you have a good skin or whether you want to look a bit more feminine than that and you want to add uh, some makeup and, um, you know, the way that you try to, you know, do the best you can with your hair, you know, we all have different hairs, you know, whether it's short or long or thin or very thick and just try to find what suits you best. I think that's, that helps a lot. So feeling good about yourself, it's uh, the best way in a quick way to achieve uh, a level of self-confidence and you can build it from there. Yes, at least it's a good start, I would say. Can you create a distinction between somebody who is self-confident and perhaps somebody else who's just full of himself or herself? That's why sometimes with social media, with all those photos and maybe try if you, you know, putting too much importance, um, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's a sort of a balance, you know. But I think, yes, you have, you have to, to be... Um, to find what works works best for you and uh, and keep your distance sometimes with certain new trends, maybe. Let's talk a little bit more about the book. Tell us how the idea came about and how long did the whole process took for you? My So my grandmother uh, was a beauty editor at French Vogue and my mother was also a beauty editor at French Vogue after. I also always worked in the beauty industry So um, I always like to say that I was learning uh, the ultimate beauty advice while I was uh, practicing my ABCs. So that's after working for some beauty companies, I launched a beauty website called Beauty and Wellbeing uh, four years ago. And already with Beauty and Wellbeing, the idea was to share advice, tried and true tips or interview um, really well-renowned experts, but always trying to keep in mind that I wanted these articles to be for women of all ages. So that was sort of the start already. And at some point, I decided that in addition to the website, I really wanted to have a book and that would be totally dedicated to all women. Um, so it's for women of all ages, from being a teenager to becoming a grandmother. And I wanted this book also to be for all women in the sense that it's for really all price points. Most of the tips that you get in the book are free. And most of the things that you can do are very easy, um, inexpensive, uh, incredibly accessible uh, things that you can add to your beauty routine. And so this is really how the idea started. It really started first from the magazine, the online magazine that I had created four years ago. Um, and so the process with the book, um, I would say it started about two years ago. The moment, the, you know, the moment we had the idea uh, till the moment it was published. How much were you, uh, your mother and grandmother involved in the process? Or you pretty much just used their tips and advice doing the writing? What I did is that I interviewed them so that they could share their tips, um, their expertise, 
because even though they do not work at Vogue anymore, they are still journalists. And this is wonderful because it shows that no matter your age, you know, when you love what you do, you know, it can really stay your whole life. So they both still love to experiment and, you know, they both love to try new products. So they really know what works for their age range. So I really, I interviewed them um, and then I did the whole work in terms of writing. And then I interviewed over 40 experts in France who are the most renowned uh, specialists, whether it's for skincare, hair, body, um, you know, how to take care of your hands. We also have like a hair biologist, a podiatrist, a hair plastic surgeon. So really have interviewed the most renowned experts. And so my, my mother also worked with me for some of these interviews. Who are some of those, those experts that you interview? Anybody that the general public would know? I would definitely say yes. That's, uh, some of the skin experts uh, have been, you know, are uh, quite famous. Uh, some of them, you know, have beauty brands that people will know. And also for hair care, a lot of the specialists who were interviewed uh, have their own product lines. And m I think a lot of people will recognize their name when they read the book. There you go. I'm going to have to go read that book if you guys want to find out. Yes. All the tips and everything that you wrote in the book, which ones are the ones that you were surprised that you didn't know they exist or the ones that you use it for yourself, you're most excited about? I've definitely improved a lot my beauty routine since I wrote the book. <laughs> Although I was um, myself you know, quite an expert. Uh, and I had learned already so much uh, from all my years working in beauty companies or from what I had learned from my mother and my grandmother. But I definitely learned some really, really wonderful tips. So for example, I would, for skincare, I would maybe share three. I have learned that if you want your skin to go from good skin to great skin, double cleansing is the way to go. I have learned that your skin is never actually as clean as you think it is um, when you clean it at night. And so double cleansing will help your skin to be uh, really perfectly clean. Basically what happens that the first time that when you clean, you remove makeup and pollution. Um, the second time is really when you clean the topmost layer of the skin. Uh, if you use a little toner and a little uh, spritz of thermal water afterwards, your skin is incredibly hydrated, clean, dewy, and it, it has a fabulous glow. Uh, I have even realized that I don't need anymore to put a moisturizer at night because my skin feels doesn't feel tight or dry anymore. So this is really something that I feel has improved a lot the quality of my skin. I have also learned that we, uh, we are too harsh with our skin. Um, so, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of people and myself included, you know, uh, we love to use scrubs, but actually every time that you do a scrub, you remove three layers of the skin and it takes 48, 48 hours to rebuild a layer. So almost a week to rebuild everything. So, uh, during that time, your skin is much more prone to sunspots, for example. Uh, so the key word is gentle. 
basically what you have to do is that you have to treat your skin like your favorite silk blouse. Um, and you wouldn't do any kind of scrubs or dermabrasion or even worse, Fraxel, uh, to remove a stain on your silk blouse. So this is something that I'm now um, definitely not doing anymore. And I, def- and I can see how my skin is actually looking much better. Um, and then the third thing that this is something that uh, I have learned uh, growing up in Paris um, that is one of French women's best kept secrets, which is a face massage. Uh, so this is something also that I share in the book, but that's something that I share in the book that I was doing and that I didn't, you know, that I didn't learn while, you know, writing the book. So the face massage is a natural way to um, create almost like a mini facelift effect on your skin. It activates the circulation, which awakens uh, complexion. It will also activate the collagen, which is great. It prevents the skin from sagging. Um, It will not remove, obviously, your wrinkles, but it will definitely um, smooth their appearance. So it's almost like taking your face to the gym. So really the face massage, that's a great, uh, great massage at home. So that is, you can do it at home. You don't need to go to a specialist. No, exactly. So, you know, some people love to do, to have some facials done and, and, uh, and it's great. Um, And then you you can keep that. But um, adding two minutes of face massage, uh, maybe once a week or twice a week, depending on your age, it's a great way. And it's just, doesn't cost anything you just need a tiny bit of a face cream or just a few drops of a face oil and the results are you know the results are really incredible the beauty and the wellness business it's a it's a big business there's a lot of money to be made and there's a lot of treatments detox diets these days every day seems like there's a new trend yes Um, how do you as someone who specializes and has a, uh, a website about it, mm-hmm. keep up with all that what's going on. You try you you try them yourself, or you just trying to get as much yes. as information possible before you're writing. Yes, that's a very good question. So, um, well, with the website, I have a great team of um, uh, beauty and wellness journalists who work with me. So we sort of share. That, that part of the work, we all try different things, but we try what we think might really work. Uh, we don't try harsh treatments, for example. I, um, in beauty and well, in the magazine Beauty and Wellbeing, anywhere in the book, we only talk about non-invasive treatments. The other thing is that I have tried a couple of things, and I have decided, for example, that these were. That was not the message I wanted to share with my readers. For example, you know, with beauty supplements, which is a really big trend, I think that a lot of people are mixing uh, too many things at the same time. And I have had, uh, you know, lots of conversations with experts who have realized now that um, some people, you know, that sometimes some people have problems because they've been just taking too many things at the same time. Your liver cannot process sometimes all of the things that you give it. So what I always recommend is the best is actually to go and see your GP 
do a checkup and see what you need, you know, and depending on what you exactly need, if it's vitamin B or vitamin D, um, just take what your body needs at that, you know, precise moment of your life. Um, so in the book and in the magazine, what we share are tried and true tips, some that have worked for generations, definitely in the book. We only share things that have really worked for um, really decades. But we also share some newer, you know, some more tips based, new tips based on scientific research. Uh, because there are some wonderful new trends, I definitely think that microcurrents is a non-invasive way to activate the collagen of your skin. And I think it's a great treatment. So yeah, so we do share newer, I would say, products, uh, new products, or uh, how would you say that? Um, so you mentioned as well, so there's no invas invasive. So we're talking about no Botox, no cosmetic yes. surgery, anything like yes. that. Just Okay. Well, that's good to know. That really keeps uh, more manageable for majority of the people who actually can't afford to go through those more expensive um, Absolutely. treatments. Absolutely. The, really, the idea in the book was I wanted to make this book for all women. I, I, I don't want someone to read it and feel frustrated. Uh, I want someone who reads it to be like, okay, these experts are sharing tips that I can do at home And I don't need to buy the most expensive cream on the market. Um, or I don't need to go and do this super expensive treatment. I think that you can really maintain a great quality of your skin and hair and, you know, the appearance of your hands and your feet um, with a lot of things that you can just add to your routine in a very easy way. What's a common taboo in your industry that you wish would go away? Uh, a taboo that I wish that would go away. Well, um, well, actually, having experienced that, I feel that when so when I was working for big companies, I was very young, um, and you know we would develop all these beautiful creams and products, and you know, most of the people who work in those teams developing beauty products, they're all very, very young. And then those creams are actually meant to be sold to more mature women. Um, so at the time, I remember I would, you know, I would work for, you know, work and develop creams for, um, you know, women who feel that it's something around their eyes and, you know, because they had dry skin. But when you were 25, you, you don't, You don't know about that. I feel that sometimes you actually need to keep in all of these teams, you know, someone who has a bit more of mature skin because they really understand what you need, what, your, what are the needs of your skin at that age. Um, so I feel that that's, and that's why in the book it, it was so obvious for me that I wanted to include two other journalists, my mother and my grandmother, who knew what they, you know, they know what they were talking about because they have, they're at that moment in their lives and they know, you know, when we talk about dry skin, when we talk about how to apply your makeup when you're not 25 again, you, you know, those things, you, you cannot, you, you, you don't put your makeup the same way when you're 20 or 60 just because actually the quality of your skin is different. 
So who better than someone who's that age to talk about that? I, I felt that that's for, for me, that was something that was very important. And I feel that sometimes in the beauty industry, um, we need, we, we, we push uh, away too much people who are more mature and actually they're the ones who are going to buy the products. So we should include them a little bit more in the process. And on, on the development process of the products. Yes. Now on your website, you also talk quite a bit about dieting and exercising, uh, general, general lifestyle. How much of those subjects you included in the book? A small part, because I felt that talking about wellness was almost like a, a whole new book. So in the book, it's just like one chapter and I kept it very basic, you know, just basic, um, wise advice on uh, nutrition, sleep, uh, you know, exercise, posture and breathing. And just a couple of great tips, again, shared with the most amazing French experts who all had to say really, really uh, wise things so that but that's just one chapter in the book and it's true that on my website I I obviously you know you publish multiple articles a week uh, so it gives me um, a lot more you know options to talk about uh, that you know more often so you don't believe that there exists one type of diet that will work for everybody I think things are really changing in a good way I think that now um, we understand that all the diets, you know, that most beauty magazines were recommending every year that were actually, you know, so hard, you know, for people to follow, you know, the, the diet when you can only eat, you know, vegetables for seven days and then only like fish for seven days. And um, all of these things are very, very hard. So now I feel that slowly we are talking more about a sort of like a, like a wellness diet, something that makes much more sense. You know, just reduce sugar um, as much as you can, for sure, and processed foods. And, you know, I think that we are becoming much more wise right now because I think it's, it's not about doing a diet anymore for like three weeks before the summer. It's about being healthy throughout your life. And investing in some good habits not only for today but also for tomorrow um, so this is really what i try to share in the magazine and um, you know and in the book as well and this is the way also i that's the way also i that's what i do also in my everyday life in the last maybe two years i've been able to read a little bit more about it, it seems to be a new trend or just tons of studies about incremental fasting yes tell me what you know about it and if you think this is a relevant thing or it's just a new trend absolutely i think it's uh i've interviewed a couple of experts i think it's a i think it's very interesting i there are two things first i think that there are many different ways of fasting this is what i have learned of course you can you can go to a place, you know, where you're going to be fasting for like a day or two and or you have sort of like, you know, um, you're really followed with, you know, a team of experts and doctors. Of course, this is one option. But then you have the, the fast that you can incorporate in your daily life, you know. 
I think that we have, my view is that obviously it's, you know, when you work and you, uh, you have an intense work, you don't have a lot of holidays a year or you, you know, you have children, it's very difficult to take the time and go away to, you know, a place where you're going to be fasting that way. Um, but there are other ways that you can experience fasting. Uh, you can do intermittent fasting. And this is something that I personally do. I do 14 hours, which is the less difficult one. Uh, some people who might need to fight um, you know, a disease or something, sometimes in that case, they will do 16 hours. So intermittent, a 14 hours intermittent fast is 14 hours between the moment you finish dinner until the moment you have breakfast the next day. So it's actually not that difficult. Imagine that you have an early dinner and you finish dinner at, let's say, 8 p.m. That means that you would have your breakfast at 10 a.m. the next day, which is not totally impossible to do. So I think this is a good way to experience um, intermittent fasting. It's, it's, um, it's a first step. Uh, for me, this is something I have experienced and I'm, I'm very happy about it. I know people who do things much more advanced than that. Um, but my view is that you have to be kind with yourself and you have to give yourself um, uh, goals that are easy to reach also, you know, um, because if, if you try to do things that are too difficult, um, it can sometimes be uh, harder to manage. Yeah, no, I, I ask because I do intermittent fasting and I started small, but today I do about 18 hours. What are the good things and maybe the benefits you saw when you started fasting? Yes. Um, so the first thing is that I never thought I could leave the house without eating before. <laughs> now I'm very happy to to feel that I actually feel great in the morning and I don't need to eat right away. When you wait a little longer and you do 14 hours for me or even the few times that I have done 16 hours, I feel that I am not craving sugar as much. So if I wait, let's say, 14, 15 hours, um, I am very happy to have a non-sweet at all breakfast. And if I have a breakfast that has absolutely no sugar, I feel that this sets the tone for the entire day. So the rest of the day, I'm not going to be craving sugar at all. It's very interesting. However, if I start my day with a very sweet breakfast um, at 8 a.m., well, at 11, I'm hungry again. And then after lunch, at snack time, I want to snack again at 4 p.m. So it's very interesting. Uh, for me, I feel it creates, it gives a balance to my day. Will you drink black coffee or green tea or nothing but water during your fasting? I definitely drink tons of water for sure. I mean, not tons, but I, I definitely drink water. And I would consider um, a tea or a black coffee with no sugar. I know that some people who do intermittent fasting, they will, I mean, I know that s some experts, you know, will say that it's okay. And some other people will say, you know, you should just have water. So this is a question of, you know, for... To be the term, I guess. Yes, exactly. Recently, another very popular wealth website is uh, Gulp by Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. 
and she just yes. announced that she hired a fat checker. Uh, how important is to have clarity when you're talking about health and wellness? Absolutely. I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's all about, first of all, your goals. As for me, as the curator, I would say, of beauty and well-being, um, the goals that I have, the, the way that I brief the team of journalists, the freelance, all the freelancers who I work with. Um, and I think it's very important to do your due diligence when, you know, with the people you work with, you know, with, the, uh, I think it's very important to, to work with people um, who are, um, you know, obviously a great job, but who are testing uh, products going on to animals. do, you know, fact yeah. checks and, 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 and everything. Um, and that's why also that. I'm always very careful with uh, all the new trends. Make sure that, um, that that's why in beauty and well-being we, we don't talk anymore about all the supplements uh, as an example because I feel that um, uh, so you, so usually I have had some friends around me, you oh, know, who decided to do that, you know, they really have the means to make a difference. So mm -hmm. it's true that from the really, really big companies, I sort of expect them to, you know, set the right trends, um, whether it's for the environment, whether it's for, you know, recycling and, um, uh, well, for example, you know, it was, um, we realized that, um, for example, all the little beads from, face and body scrubs were very, very bad um, and were polluting oceans. Um, scientists were able to find some extracts of those little plastic beads inside um, shells like clams and, you know, other kind of shells like that. Because what happened is that they would go through... Um, they would sort of be rejected into the oceans. They would go through... Um, I'm sorry, I have a hard time finding my words in English. Um, it's okay. They, they were really creating, uh, you know, a lot of pollution. And, and finally, um, some rules have been set um, that now those uh, all these beads in scrubs have to be... Um, you know, natural, for example, you know, extracts from... Um, like, you know, um, apricot, you know, like what you have, um, the, like the seed of the apricots, you know, when you sort of make it into like sort of tiny, tiny uh, pieces, you know, I mean, it has to be something that is natural, that can be, um, that that is not going to pollute anymore the oceans. So I, I really expect from all of these really, really big companies, you know, to... Um, to do the best they can. Now, there are so many brands out there and so much competition. And I know some companies who's been around just for a few years, uh, evaluated for over a billion dollars now. Do you think that's because the product is that good or is just hype and like, just like a marketing tool? Well, I mean, makeup is really trending right now a lot because of social media, you have, you know, all these you know, it's 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 very, very popular right now. So makeup is definitely trending. Um, Pat McGrath was 
a very, very successful makeup artist. And I think that she created a line at the right time with, um, you know, the right team. And, um, and she's, you know, she's, she's decided to take it, you know, as high as possible right away. So I think that, uh, I think it's actually pretty amazing what she's been able to do because it's such, um, there is so much competition. There is, you know, as you were just saying, so many brands. See, I mean, I'm not familiar. I mean, I'm familiar with the name and the, the business, but I'm not familiar with the product. But do you think there's a misunderstanding between a popular product and a good product? Because yes. not all popular product, it's a good product as well. Yes, absolutely. And I think that actually we are very lucky these days because we we have such a huge choice. Um, you can find in department stores really wonderful products, great textures, uh, great quality, great results um, without spending, you know, a huge amount of money. Uh, when I talk to my grandmother who... Um, while she worked at Vogue, she modeled for Irving Penn, uh, who's one of the most famous photographers of really of the the, the last decades. Um, and she was telling me at the time, uh, obviously models had to do their own makeup, and you know you really didn't have much choice. You had just a few brands, you know, foundations were very very thick. Uh, you didn't have so much, you know, so many different brands for makeup removers or. But now we have the choice, and uh, you have you you can find affordable products uh, that will give you great results. If you were to develop your own line, your own product line and brand, what would you focus on? Makeup, cosmetics, wellness cleaning, what what hair product? What exactly do you think you would you start at? Skincare and body care. But I don't. I don't think I would. I don't think I would develop my own line. But I think again, it's a, it's a very very busy uh, market. Um, although I definitely, what I definitely love is to curate. Uh, so I love to try products and uh, see the products that have worked best, uh, depending on your, you know, your age, and um, and then recommend the right product for the right person. During your conversation with your specialist, uh, when you were interviewing for the book, anybody talked about the possibility in the future with steam cell generation and how that technology can reverse aging and maybe in, in the future sometime you won't need a cream anymore. You just do your blow work and you can get some magic science portion that will be able to do the job for you. Yes, I still I will wait a little bit more to um, to answer to that question <laughs> to see a bit more results. Uh, I I think that there are some incredible things for sure, um, uh, but I do also think that a basic you know massage there, nothing can replace just. Um, a basic massage, whether it's on your face to take care of your face, but if it's on your hands, to, just to keep hands uh, young and hydrated uh, in the body as well. Um, so I think that even if you have some amazing new research, um, 
there are a couple of things that have worked uh, for decades that we should not forget. Yeah, move with cautious, right? One thing at a time. Uh, what's your, your, your relationship with your mom and your grandmother like? Well, I mean, we love to... I mean, we're definitely very close, that's for sure. And um, yes, and we love to talk about actually products. I mean, my grandmother, I was just with her recently, and she was showing me that new... And she's 88 years old. And she was just showing me that new face cream that she's just starting to use that has ginseng. And she feels that her skin is like so much more hydrated and the elasticity of the skin is much better. You know, it's wonderful. I think that I actually admire how, you know, they, they, they still like to experiment. I think it shows that they're, very, they're still very young in their minds. Who are the women that you admire today? Well, there are, there are definitely many. Um, actually, every September uh, with my magazine, uh, Beauty and Wellbeing, I dedicate the entire month of September to inspiring women. Uh, so we interview women who we feel are, that are really changing things. And I think that, you know, we, we're very lucky to have so many inspiring you know women who are really trying to change things for women around the world who are being great example as uh, you know leaders as you know CEOs and entrepreneurs uh, so there is definitely uh, a lot of choice but if I had to choose maybe like a French woman you know I think that uh, I mean there are many French writers uh i think that even our french first lady i have to say i really admire her i think she's she's uh, it's it has not been easy to be a first lady in france um huh? yeah people like to uh, criticize uh the first ladies a lot but the french first lady has uh, so far she's just been perfect before uh, we finish this i usually ask all our guests to recommend a book that's important to you. So, of course, you have a book out right now, so everybody should go check it out and get more information on Amazon. But what's another book? So I really loved, that was my first big eye-opener in terms of uh, wellness, you know, nutrition. Um, it's a book called Anti-Cancer uh, by a doctor called David Servan-Schreiber. Um, it was written maybe about 10 years ago. So even if obviously some things have, a lot of things have changed since then, but I still go back to his book. I really like that, you know, all of the, you know, a lot of common sense, you know, very wise advice on, you know, how to be healthy, how to make like small changes. And I really believe in that, you know, like small steps, little steps. Um, that was, that is one. And then just maybe a second book that was, Uh, published more recently it's called gut and it's um this very young uh german writer uh and she really explains everything about the gut and how important it is how it really is you know like it acts as our second brain but she also explains a lot of things that happen in our bodies that we have no idea about and she explains everything in a very approachable way so you don't need to be a doctor to understand what she tells you about uh, i felt that that was a great book as well um and otherwise yes i recommend my book uh, ageless beauty the french way and to get 
beauty advice for all women. <laughs> Come on. Thanks you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Now, tell everybody how they can find out more about you, your business, your book, how everybody can find you online. Yes, online, my um, website is called Beauty and Wellbeing. Um, and you can find all of my social media um, links there. It's a Beauty and WB. And the book in the UK, it's called Ageless Beauty. But in America, it's Ageless Beauty, the French way. And it's available on Amazon. On my website, there is an email address to contact me. So if people have any questions about what we discussed today, I will be happy to uh, reply to the questions. Ladies and gentlemen, come on, Svon Muffling. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. We are giving away Clement's latest book, Ageless Beauty, The French Way. So if you do want to win it, make sure to go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to follow instructions. 